0: Hello. Hi. I'm so excited to be here with all of you again. Uh, it's been a while. And I know that the last six months on this podcast were all over the place while I got my bearings again after the birth of my second daughter. But here we are, season three of the Needy Podcast. And today, we're talking about the only resolution that matters in 2020. And I'll cut to the chase. The only resolution that matters in 2020 is that you turn towards yourself, turn towards prioritizing your needs, prioritizing your priorities, living in alignment with your values and by your own definition of success. But underneath it all, endeavoring every single day to cultivate a relationship with yourself that is rich, steadfast, consistent, lush, and anchored in devotion. Devotion to everything that you are, acceptance of everything that you're not, and reverence of everything that you are put on this planet to create. Sounds like a big task, I suppose, but really it's not. Really it's about making the effort to bring yourself into the center of your life whenever and however possible. And that includes the small ways of, what do I really want to wear today? What colors am I drawn to? What do I like? What kind of underwear turns me on? How do I like my coffee? What do I actually feel like eating for breakfast? Taking all of those automatic motions that you move through over the course of the day, taking those choices off of autopilot, and making them true choices again, coming toward your towards yourself with a sense of curiosity and compassion and kindness and making the effort to get to know yourself on purpose so that you can collect all of that data and use it to better tend to yourself in the year ahead. And, you know, this, um, this is a really uh, kind of a solo intention, as I've framed it, uh, for you to do with yourself. But if each and every one of us were to do this, we would be of such better service and use to the collective as well. If we tended to our own healing, if we tended to our own nourishment, if we released the epic amount of energy that we pour into managing other people's expectations of us, pleasing those around us, camouflaging ourselves because we believe at our core that there's something wrong with us. If we were able to release the huge amount of energy that we put towards Making ourselves look better somehow, be better somehow, then imagine what we would have energy for. We would have energy for pitching in in our local communities, volunteering, bringing our light to the world instead of obsessing over the size of our thighs or our imperfections or, you know, the, the multitude of ways that we failed over the course of any given day because you are imperfect. I'm imperfect. You will fail. I have and often do fail. Um, but when we have, when we're pouring all of that energy in to making ourselves into something that we're not, instead of rooting our relationship with ourselves in a sense of unconditional love, unconditional support. And ironically, that's often what we're working so hard for anyway. We're busting our asses to earn the sense of approval and validation and enoughness and worthiness that we are, each and every one of us, is absolutely able to give to ourselves as the sovereign leader of our own lives, as the validators of our own experiences, as our own permission granters. So this New Year's invitation from me to you is to stop outsourcing that validation, that enoughness, that worthiness, start claiming it for yourself and start giving it to yourself generously and without lofty perfection, Latin contingencies, right? So what does that look like in the real world? Uh, it looks like not creating yourself a list of resolutions that, um, that are based in who you think you should be in order to belong in who you think you should be in order to be more lovable, in order to be better than you are now, um, in order to be valued by society. And this is a call to really shift your paradigm. And you know, st- stop creating this list of things that will inevitably, inevitably end up at the bottom of a cupboard somewhere by the end of February and then resurface only at the end of the year to make you feel badly about yourself, about how much you did not accomplish in 2020. I don't want you to do that to yourself. I don't think it works. I think it's a collective myth that many of us buy into because we love the bright, shiny, sexy allure of a new beginning. Um, because we don't maybe trust in our ability to um, kind of plod along consistently, stacking up habits and nourishment and you know, ways of, of showing up in the world that are in alignment with who we want to be. And we think we have to have this like a big fancy, you know, here's the new, new year, new me. All right. No, 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 no. New year. Same you. Same you turning towards yourself. Same you bringing your needs into the center of your life just a little bit more so that this year is the year that your needs are met. Same you, but taking the opportunity to reclaim your wardrobe, the walls of your house, your car, your bulletin board, your vision board, your kitchen cabinets, and fill your life with things that please you that bring you joy, that light you up, that represent you to you so that when you look around your house, you see yourself reflected there. You can enjoy and revel in the bright, shiny beauty of your contagious energy. This time of year is not ripe for making these big resolutions and taking springing into action on January 1st. If we look at the year, the cycle of the year, I mean, think about it in accordance to the moon phases. We just came through the winter solstice, which is the darkest day of the year, which corresponds with the new moon, the absence of the moon in the sky. Um, And the energy of that, if we were to think about it on a 24-hour cycle, falls in the dead middle of the night. So it's dark, it's cold, Banks are closed, post office is closed, business as usual is suspended, you're the only one up in your house, and you know maybe you're up because you can't sleep and you're having all of these ideas and semi-lucid dreams about how you want things to be and how you're going to take action and what you're going to do. But this is a time of being alone with yourself, with your thoughts. And so it can be both very imaginative and exciting, but it can also be very agitating and filled with self-doubt because it's a time of planting in faith. I'm not telling you to not have any ideas for the future. I'm not telling you not to make your list of things that you want to accomplish or become or create in the year ahead. But I am telling you to cut yourself some slack when it comes to expecting, expecting yourself to spring out of the gate on January 1st and believing now, you know, when we're recording this, the middle of the second week of January, that, um, that you're already behind, that you're already late. If we think about that energy of the middle of the night, we have to wait until daylight, until we can talk about our ideas with somebody else or take action, right? We have to wait till Staples opens. We have to wait until the bank opens. We have to wait until, you know, we can make that call to set up that appointment or or take action in some tangible way. And so this middle of the night time can be uncomfortable. And if you think about it on a growth cycle, say, I don't know, You're planting something in the late fall, in the early, the middle part of December or, um, you know, November to December, say garlic. Um, that garlic is growing underneath the surface of the earth, which is covered by a layer of ice. And it will sprout ultimately. It will sprout at some point, but it's not sprouting now. This is the cold time. And the energy of these cycles exists whether you live in a place like I do where the seasons are readily apparent or not. You know, it can be kind of tricky to live in a place where the temperature is a lot more mild all year long. But I can tell you being in a, a cooler place that this is the under ice time. This is the time when we're separating and dividing and growing roots and gestating our new way of being, where we are becoming the person that we need to be in order for our dreams for our life to manifest, in order for us to have experienced the necessary growth to accept and stand into those manifestations when they occur later in the year that the respite of this winter season and the the deep nourishment that we can give to ourselves, the deep um, love and tending that we can give to ourselves has untold dividends over the course of the year. But we can't rush through it. We can't pretend that we're something that we're not or that we're in a place that we're not. And so, I see so many people judging themselves unkindly and berating themselves for feeling lazy because they're not ready, right? They're not ready, but collectively, we're not ready. Collectively, we're still underneath the ice. Collectively, we're still padding around the house in the middle of the night with our wild ideas and our hopeful imaginings and our dreams for what we want to create in the year ahead. And if anybody's ever been up in the middle of the night, you know, I recently, I have a seven month old baby, so I spend a lot of time up in the middle of the night, but I, I tend to spend a lot of time up in the middle of the night anyway, when I'm, I have a big idea or something really exciting is happening or You know, during those times in my life where I was heartbroken, I remember that feeling of being awake in the night churning with something that felt so uncomfortable and waiting until the morning came when I could call somebody or talk to somebody or just see the sunrise or go outside. And so it's important to remember that this, the energy of this time can go in those two directions, right? It can feel agitating. It can also feel very sort of like romantic and dreamy and, um, and inspiring. So wherever it is that you are, you're in the right place. And this is a call to, really sink into that place of deep, intangible growth, devoting yourself to your becoming, doing the inner work, holding in faith, and giving yourself that deep, deep nourishment that the winter months are perfect for. Because trust me, the sun will rise, the spring equinox is coming for you, and the, the summer solstice, the, the brightest, shiniest day of the year, uh, will come after that. You know, we will we will step back into the light, into that more productive, uh, forward momentum of doing. And if you're not feeling ready to do that at this point in the year, you're absolutely not behind. So what can you do this time of year? You know, what, what is this time of year good for? As I said, it's great for dreaming. It's great for spending some time with yourself, getting really clear on what you want, you specifically, on how you want to live, on what your values are and what your priorities are for the year ahead. And really owning the truth that in this life, you can do anything, but you cannot, cannot do everything. So it's up to each and every one of us to be really discerning about how we use our resources, our time, our energy, our cash, and kind of vote with Um, with what matters to us most, put those resources to use in a way that is directly aligned with our value system, is directly aligned with what we truly want to create and what we truly want to be a part of and what we are longing to manifest, deliver to the world around us, something that's aligned with our divine purpose. And that can be a big thing. That can be a small thing. You know, these are kind of big words, right? Divine purpose. But what I mean by that is allowing yourself to be the most fully expressed and truest version of yourself possible. That's enough. Bringing more of yourself to your relationships, that's enough. Dressing yourself in a way that makes you feel like yourself that's enough. Starting to lean into things that matter to you, local politics, uh, groups that um, directly impact your community, that's enough, right? Thinking about ways to be more intentional about what you consume um, food-wise, clothing-wise, what you bring into your home, and the impact of that consumerism on the planet around you. Ways to be more proactive to take part in the, the uprising of activism around climate change and the climate emergency that our world is facing. Those are all beautiful uses of your time and your energy. But what it comes back to, that resolution that we set at the beginning of this episode for 2020, which is to turn towards yourself, to devote yourself to the things that matter to you most and stop hemorrhaging your energy into things that you don't like, that you don't believe in that you don't actually truly care about or that you don't care about anymore um bring yourself into the present moment into standing on your own two feet and standing in your leadership your sovereign leadership as the 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 boss of your life uh, the tender steward of your life and making choices from that place choices from that place of Really prioritizing your own insight. And if you don't know, this is a beautiful time to get to know yourself. No time like the present to get to know yourself. Start taking yourself out on dates. Start asking yourself questions. Start leaving space in your, in your busy schedule and your busy life for checking in with yourself every day, a couple times a day, once a week. Schedule it in. You can't afford to overlook yourself anymore and pay particular attention to anything and everything that you're doing in order to earn that attention, in order to earn that rest, in order to earn that reprieve of this time of year, in order to earn the love and worthiness that you see as necessary doorways to being able to ask for and have the kind of care that you want for yourself, right? So, you know, you could stop. This is a great time to stop working so hard to earn it and to wait, waiting for somebody else to give it to you and start reclaiming your ability to give that to yourself. Validate yourself. Tell yourself that you're enough. Lean into your own worthiness and make an endeavor to prioritize the things that light you up, bring you joy, and make you come alive. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Needy Podcast with Mara Glatzel. If you'd like my support in learning how to nourish your needs, dance on over to the NeedyPodcast.com to sign yourself up for a Revive, a gorgeously free five-day course chock full of real self-care and daily tending. If you love today's episode, pretty please leave us a review on iTunes and join us next week. And as always, permission loves company. So if there's a human in your life that you think can benefit from this conversation, I would be so grateful if you shared it with them. Thank you.